run away from Roland, trying to get back to first Edmonds. He's doubled off, and the inning is over. Andy Chavez saved the day. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes down, and the game is tied. Bing bong. Anthony for three. Puts it in. Next by one with 8.2 remaining. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. They kick the Giants to the Super Bowl. Snap is good. Kick on its way. And the Brand, does it have the distance? It is good. Lawrence Giants has kicked the Giants to the Super Bowl. The Giants have won the Super Bowl. Can't wait. When it comes to talking sports, they're the authority. It's Bob Walters and Brett Grasso. It's Locked Up Sports, and it starts now. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out, bring them out, yeah. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out. Here we go. Locked Up Sports, episode number two. It's Bob Walters. It's Brett Grasso. To everybody out there in podcast land, uh, we'll start you off with a little recap of what happened tonight. Rangers at the Garden won 4-1. Shesterkin continues his great play. 36 saves. Lafreniere and Zabanajad, both with a goal and an assist. The Devils shocked the Penguins 6-1. Jesper Bratt with two goals and an assist in that one. And the Nets lose as they start the second half at home at Barclays. The Nets lose to the Celtics 129-106. Jason Tatum with 30 points. Al Horford with a double-double. The Nets, eh, you know, what are you going to do? They, they didn't really have their players again tonight. They're going to be coming soon. But let's start with the Rangers. Um, actually, you know what? First, let's start with, let's say where you can find us. You can find us on Twitter at, at Locked Up Sports. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. It's Locked Up Sports Podcast. And you can, of course, listen to us and find us on 365sportscast.com. Brad, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great tonight. Rangers look good tonight. Rangers, Nets, yeah, not so much. Rangers look real good tonight. I mean, the Rangers have been playing better. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say about the Rangers. They're they're a good team. They're not a Stanley Cup team. I, I hope I'm wrong. Well, that's all about the goalie. I mean, when it comes down to that, you just got to get into the playoffs. Hot goalie. Um, yeah, you can you can ride you can ride a a hot goalie all the way to the Stanley Cup. I mean, teams have done it. It's the one sport where like. I don't want to say the one sport, but in the NBA, it doesn't happen. You don't get seven and eight seeds into the NBA Finals. It just doesn't happen. The NHL, you get low seeds. The goalie gets hot. You know, anything can happen. Your power play starts playing well. The Rangers don't score enough goals, though. Well, the Rangers looking at a pretty high seed right now, and if they keep playing the way they are. Yes, the Rangers are going to be a, a top three seed probably. Uh, this next, I'd say about ten days, is going to tell us a lot about the Rangers. They, they play some good teams. That I mean, listen, the Rangers... It's all house money at this point. I think if they win a round, maybe two rounds, get to the conference final, that's more than any Ranger fan could have dreamed of this this season anyway. They they fired the whole coaching staff, the whole front office last year at the end of the season. And now here we are halfway through, a little more than halfway through, two-thirds of the way through the season. And they're already, I mean, they're, what are they? They're like second in the conference. I mean, they're, they're, it's house money at this point. The Rangers aren't ready, though. In my honest opinion, as a diehard Rangers fan, I hope I'm wrong, are not ready to win the Stanley Cup yet. They don't score enough goals. The power play is shaky at times. They don't score enough goals. They have a great goaltender. They have Adam Fox, a great defender. He's good. He's you know he's on his way. Brian Leach type type uh, player, which is you know that's. You so you're saying you think they have no chance at all? 
No, no, no. no. I'm saying yeah. I think they do. I'm just saying. I mean, would I put money on the Rangers? No, I wouldn't put money on the Rangers. You but, would uh, definitely put money on the Rangers almost every night. Yeah, but I actually put money on the Rangers tonight. So, it worked out. Worked out, right? So, we got a big show for you tonight. We're going to be uh, introducing some new segments. We got uh, a whole bunch of stuff going on. This week, there was a lot of, I guess it was, well, a lot of people getting in trouble in sports this week, right, Brett? Yeah, seems that way. Um, looks like we had uh, Phil Mickelson. Mickelson. Got- and oh. if you don't know the story, here it is real quick. Um, the Saudi government is basically starting their own golf league. And what they're, do- what they're doing is they're trying to lure away players from the PGA. And the Saudi government has more money than a lot of people. So they were throwing, they, would, they were offering them $30 million uh, purses they were offering shorter tournaments, shorter tournaments, no cuts, no cuts, three three round tournaments and uh, shotgun starts. So that means everybody starts on, uh, at once rather than you know tea times and this and that. Everybody's got uh, one o'clock in the afternoon tea time, and the players like that. Phil Mickelson basically was upset. He thinks that they're watering down the the PGA Tour. There's too many players that the the top players aren't getting enough. So he jumped on board a piece of the pie. So he yeah well. No, he didn't jump on board. What he basically said was people are going to jump on board regardless of the fact that the Saudis are a terrible government. They killed uh, Khashoggi, the reporter, last year. He basically said people aren't going to care about money. And what he did was everybody came out and was like, no, 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 we, can't, we care about money. We, we, we like the, the PGA Tour. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. It's basically, you know what I thought it was like? It was like when you're, if you start trying to start a union at a job, and you try and keep it quiet, and everybody's in on it, and everybody's cool, and then the boss finds out, and then everyone's like, no, no, no I, I wanted no part of that union. I wasn't doing any part of that union. Oh, that's exactly, yeah. He got he got stuck with his foot in his mouth, and, uh, you know, Phil just ended up, uh, you know, pretty much uh, got caught up with all the players. So Phil wants to start this whole thing and go on with the Saudis and have uh, and play tournaments over there. He wants nice, easier tournaments. But uh, all the younger players over here... What they say is they like the they like the PGA. Everything's good over here. Yeah, but what they've been saying is they've been saying to each other in the locker room, "Hey, how about this money? I'm thinking about going. What do you think?" And the other guy would be like, "Yeah, I'm thinking of going too." Of course, thirty million dollar purses. We only got to play three days. We don't got to shotgun starts because the shotgun starts. What they say is it's a you could have a different round in the morning if it, the weather's one way, and then if you start at three o'clock in the afternoon, you could have a completely different round. It's it's like complaining. A completely different sport, um, but you you could tell all the players they they jumped ship right off that they they went right for the company line. We got a couple of uh of the of the uh the the quotes from, from the players. They're actually they're actually pretty funny here. We'll uh play a couple of them for you here. Uh, here we go. Um, man, I'm happy with the PGA Tour. I think everybody out here is happy and um. He can think whatever he wants to think, man. All right, so that was Bruce Kepka. He can think whatever he wants to think. You know, Bruce Kepka was in the locker room going, "I'm going to join that. I'm going to join that thing. Thirty million bucks." Oh yeah, but he's the first guy. As soon as he heard Phil's comments to sell him down the river, it was like, "No, yeah, forget yeah. it. I'm out." And no. then uh, here's what Rory Rory had to say. Rory McIlroy. Pick someone while he's he's dying, obviously. But I thought they were naive, selfish. Uh, egotistical, uh, ignorant, um, a lot of words to describe. 
I love that. Yeah, don't don't kick somebody when they're down. And then right, but here's a body right, slam right before I'm going to kick you when you're down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you know, listen. Th- I don't want to say anything bad, but you're ignorant. You're egotistical. You're stupid. You're an ass. That's yeah. basically what. That's basically what he, what he said. Um, there was one more that I that I thought was funny because uh, they did like a panel. They had a panel discussion before the Honda tournament that they have this week, and it was it's actually pretty funny. It's basically like oh, Phil who? Well, I, I don't pay attention. It's Daniel Berger. And um, here's his comments. Can you just give your stance on that? Yeah, I've always been behind the tour. I think uh, Commissioner Monahan is the uh, right the guy wrong for the one. job. The wrong I think one. he's done an amazing, amazing job through COVID. Something that probably was a little people didn't give him enough credit for what he was able to do in, in such challenging times. And uh, there's no one I would trust more to guide the tour through all of these difficult times. And I think he's done a great job. And so here's the, here's the beginning of Burgers. Let me see if I can get it. Ah, no, you know what? It's not working. But anyway, he basically yeah. was like, I don't pay attention to the news. Well, you know what? This cost Mickelson a whole bunch of his sponsors. He lost uh, every KPMG dropped him. Amstel dropped him. They, all, yeah. the, all the sponsors are out. And now Phil said, oh, I'm going to take a little pause from golf. I'm going to back away. Uh, it sounds and, like he got suspended. Yeah, well, I don't I Kind of like it. Got... Don't, don't, come, don't come around here for a couple months. We're not going to tell yeah. everybody he got suspended. But it looks like he got suspended. I Yeah, I think he's just going to try and let this blow over for a little while and then, you know, come back and play and make some money in a few months but we'll see if golf lets them do well, that what it was know? was the the whole thing was being funded of course by the saudi government but it was also being funded by uh, greg norman so greg norman dumped millions of dollars into this because they figured they would get the players because you can buy anybody anybody will do something for money like everybody's got a price. It doesn't matter what it is. Everybody's got a price. Yeah, they, for they, ten, they have ten dates scheduled in the U.S. this year. But, they they yeah. really they really thought all the young players were going to jump on board. They, they thought they were going to change things, and the PGA was going to have to change their ways. You know who was trying to get most of the tw- a lot of the tournaments? Who's that? Take a guess. Who who has a golf course that was trying to get a lot of the tournaments? <laughs> oh, I, I, Trump. I, I imagine Trump. it was. Yeah, I imagine yeah. it was Trump. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, the old friend Donald Trump was trying well, to get. He's the not, you know, he's not the only one to uh, have himself in hot water uh, this week. A few other guys, uh, Juwan Howard. Yeah, Juwan Howard. Um, you've probably seen it at this point. It's been everywhere. Um, Michigan was Juwan Howard's the, the head coach of Michigan basketball for anybody that is listening that's not a big sports fan. Um, is uh, Juwan Howard? His team was dead. Michigan was down twenty to Wisconsin. The game was over. He he was pressing. He was he was running a full court press. He could say whatever he wants. He was running a full court press. The Wisconsin coach called a timeout with four or five seconds left. He didn't like that. No, he didn't like it. But you know what? You're gonna play to the end. You're gonna press my guys. You're gonna play full court press. We're gonna play to the end too. Now I don't think you should have called a timeout. But then during the handshake line, he threw a he he slapped him. Right. Well, well. It was the, the coach came in. Jawan Howard obviously wasn't happy already, but the coach came in and kind of grabbed Jawan Howard's arm, and I think he took offense to that in some way. Um, Jawan Howard then kind of like shoved the coach away, and then there became a, a scuffle ensued with all the players. Well, no, he smacked him. He no, smacked and him then right in the head. no. Well, and then Jawan Howard leaned over and smacked the assistant coach in the head. Did you ever get smacked in the face? Uh, once, once by you in the cafeteria yes. in high school. Yes. Was uh, was a was a. Classic. I, did I, did I, I smacked you. What? What? what <laughs> I smacked you. I smacked the s out of you. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No. That was. That was. Uh, the that whole was good. Lunchroom. This wasn't quite like that. This one. Yours was actually much worse than much the, worse. than the than the baby slap that Jawan Howard had. I came um, down on it. 
<laughs> it was. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was about a girl too, right? I. It was. It was about a girl. We we won't say who, but it was about a girl. I really I really don't know specifically, but if we did, I I would. Those said. of you listening out there in podcasts, yeah, like, I'm you sure know who it is. There's a couple people listening that that know exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> this is good. and are definitely laughing on the on the floor right now. Don't worry. But um, Get okay. So, so anyway, so back to, back to the story. Juwan Howard, he smacked him. He got uh. The next day he came out, he had a press conference. He basically didn't apologize. He was like, nah, you know, I just want to, I want to know he's good. I'm going to remember. You didn't apologize either. No, I still, no, I stand by it. I still stand by it, to be honest with you. For this I, second. I, oh, well. I kind of want to smack you right now. I might suspend. Keep going with it. I, I might suspend you a couple of days. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 good. That's like when you suspend the pitcher, 20 games, yeah. but it's really only like three starts. Yeah, well, I don't, um, think, I don't think anybody will mind. So anyway, so we have actually what Juwan Howard said. This was the right after the game, just minutes after the game, his press con- post-game press conference, and I, it didn't go well. Are you upset that the game got extended? Oh, yes, I was. You know, I, I, uh, I didn't like the timeout being called, and I'll be totally honest, but I thought it was you know, not necessary at that moment, especially being a large lead. And then for it to have the timeout uh, to be called for three seconds or four seconds to go, um, you know, I thought that that was, you know, what I felt wasn't fair to our guys. And so that's what's happened. Just a follow-up. If you wanted the game to get done, why keep the press on against Wisconsin's backups at that point? Oh, we was, it wasn't press. We was just five pressure defense man to man. That's what five is for us. What uh, happens between being upset about a timeout being called and raising it to a point where it looked like you hit another coach in the face? What kind of happens in between to make that happen? Well, basically, uh, you know, I addressed with uh, the head coach that I will remember that <laughs> because of that timeout. And uh, for someone to touch me, and I think that was very uncalled for them to touch me as we were verbalizing and communicating with one another. So uh, that's what ended up happening. That's what escalated it. So, so that's Juwan Howard. He, um, no remorse at all, right there. He, uh, he ended up no, not at all. He ended up being suspended five games, which is the remainder of the season. Michigan's not a very good team this year. They, they pretty much said like, I'll, you know, the coach will remember me for calling the time out. He'll remember that next time. Yeah, but come on, we weren't pressing. We were playing pressure defense, man on man. Yeah, that listen, that's basically a press. Yeah, well, when he got down twenty points. He got suspended. He's lucky he didn't get a much stiffer penalty than that. How about your team got blown out by 20 points? Shake some hands and get off the court. But um, Izzo, the Michigan State coach, he came out the next uh, couple days after, which is like two days ago from now, and said uh, he thinks maybe they should end the handshakes after the game. Oh, yeah. that's. What do you think about that? I, I don't think they should change anything because Juwan Howard tried to smack a guy in the head. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, good, but then the player, I mean, he could have got one of his players. I I mean, sometimes. And it's not the first time he's done that. He's, he's this kind of guy. It's like in a 20 point blowout, the most fun part of the game is when the coach smacks the guy in the head or the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the best part of the game. Yeah. yeah. That was so, the best part of the game. It, let's not cut that out. <laughs> no. Listen, he, he, I, we need more like or test stuff in the stands. So you want to have fights? Like no, no, no. I just it's maybe like Bobby just a Knight. slap. We're not talking like, about like, fights. Like it's two different things. If you punched me in the head that day, it might have been different. You slapped me in the head, so we're here. Yeah, yeah. Smack two it. different things. Shawan Howard, he's still still go to dinner with that guy. And just yeah, and just and just so you know, we didn't plan that we'd be talking. <laughs> no. I just no. just now as we were talking yeah. about it, remembered no, smacking yeah. Brett in the face. And like I said, it was. Uh, I think he planned it, but it was it was it was great. 
So anyway, so um, oh, one more guy. Have? There's another oh, guy. Yeah. There was another one. Uh, on. Zverev, the number three tennis player in the world. Um, he was playing a doubles match in which. First of all. What are you doing? Playing a doubles match and money. I forget where he was. It's money. It's all money. Yeah, I, I guess it you're, is. you're there already, and you're getting twice the money now. So he he ended up getting into an argument with the with the umpire at some point during the match, and then after the match, literally came over and slammed his racket like ten times right on the chair umpire, right on the chair. It was as bad was. as I've ever seen. The the umpire's like moving his leg. He looked a little scared. His and, own partner looked a little scared. Yeah, yeah, his partner did look a little scared, but he um. It's gonna. Yeah, you know, he's he's a bad guy though. He's got well, he's got domestic violence in his past. He's yeah. beating up his girlfriends and stuff like that. Yeah, no, he he actually two years ago got you know he was um you know, domestic violence allegations against him with his girlfriend uh, Olga Sharapova who um you know supposed to be on again and off again with her for years. But yeah, because when you're beating her up, you're on again and off well, again. I well, mean, he's a bad guy. He's yeah, a bad guy, is what you know, it is. Well, he obviously has, you know, he's he's good. What is he ranked? Number three in the world? He's number three in the world, yeah. yeah he's a good tennis player, but he's obviously got some other issues. And um, the fact that, that Djokovic is now not invited anywhere because he didn't get the vaccine. Yeah. Is he's basically number two in the world. So yeah. he's, he's he's basically, you know, he, he's going to make the finals in a lot of these big tournaments. He might miss. Well, yeah, they already said he's missing one major. Did they already suspend I him? I think, yeah, they suspended oh, okay. him. He's going to miss at least one I mean, major. Clearly. Clearly, but, he's going to be suspended for that, but it's it's just a question of. But yeah, I mean, I you know, listen, you can't do that. He's he's obviously got a temper. He's a bad guy. Um, I think he's Russian, right? Is he Russian? I figures if he's Russian, he's probably a bad guy, right? Not me. <laughs> but um, we want to we want to let everybody know that you could jump aboard the show. Uh, comment on our social media. You want to leave a comment? You want to leave a quote? You hate the show? You love the show? Don't matter to us. You listen to the show. That's all that matters. Yeah, maybe you'll end up on next week's. Uh, yeah, new, yeah, new, uh, new segment. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that in just a, in just a minute. Um, but yeah, we're at at Locked Up Sports on Twitter, Locked Up Sports Podcast on Facebook group. Um, what else are we on? Anything else? Did you make the the Instagram three sixty five three sixty five Sportscast? Of yeah. course. And then uh, after the show, you'll be able to hear uh, if you missed the show or you just want to hear it again because it was that good. We'll be, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon Podcasts, we're on uh, I, Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts. You basically, you, you know, yeah, good luck. just by running around the internet, you're going to run into us. So, But um, we, we, what are we going to do now? The new segment? We, we, okay, so we're going to have, we're gonna have a, a, someone call in right now. Don't, don't try and call. Don't call. We already got it set up. Um, it's going to be our good friend, and he's going to call in. Um, and we're going to do a segment... You know, it's 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 a new thing we came up with because I like Brett. What do I like to do most? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Bob's known for getting into pretty deep arguments on Facebook. Um, riled a couple people up this week on our uh, new Facebook page. It's what uh, I do. It's what I do. Got into a little bit of our, um, you know, Paul retirement. Uh, Paul Paul O'Neill's retirement uh, ceremony yeah, yeah, yeah. coming up. So here we go. So you know what? Here, here's the this is gonna be a new segment. And actually, you know what, Brett? Brett, why don't you tell him about it? Just doing it for the sake of doing it because he he's a you know he doesn't have the numbers. He's hold on one. Nah, second. hang on one sec. Obviously, this going. is pre-recorded. Okay, we screwed up. That's my screw up. Sorry to to our guests. He's not he's not a good. He's, Get he's ready. Not a, Don't worry. First time, new segment. First time, new segment. Hold on one second. Oh man, I screwed this whole thing up, Brett. So pretty much this week you're gonna. Uh, all, right, all right, all right. I got it. I got it. So here comes, this is going to be Brett introducing the, the segment. 
discussion with Bob. Uh, this week, our topic is going to be on Paul O'Neill's retirement and the Yankees retiring his number. Um, here, I'm going to bring you over to Bob, and he's going to have a nice, uh, nice heat. It's actually about why Paul O'Neill's number should not be retired, but we're, uh, we'd like to welcome in Ryan Vasey, Sable's own Ryan Vasey, a good friend of me and Brett's. Ryan, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, fellas. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Now, um, Ryan, if you don't know, is a big Yankees fan. Huge Paul Neal fan, so obviously he's on the side of Paul Neal's number should be retired. Me, I'm on the side of it should not be retired. We're each going to do three quick arguments, and that's going to be the segment. So, Paul, I mean the Yankees, the Yankees are watering down Monument Park by letting Paul Neal in. He's not Babe Ruth, he's not Lou Gehrig, he's not even a Hall of Famer, and they they let they let him into Monument Park. I feel like they're just doing it for the sake of doing it because he he's a you know he doesn't have the numbers. He's not. He's not a good. He's. He's not a. He's not somebody who should be a Monument Park. He, he doesn't. You know, Monument Park to Yankees fans is supposed to be different and special than the rest of the play, of the retired numbers of all the league. Paul Neal's not that player. He's not good enough. Go ahead, Brian. Okay. Well, first of all, Paul Neal's been in Monument Park for about three years now. So thanks for thanks <laughs> for getting us started there. Um, Monument Park. We'll start with. To your point, Monument Park's not the Hall of Fame. If you want to argue that Paul O'Neill shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, you're absolutely right. Monument Park, and to uh, another extent, retiring a player's number, it's an organizational honor. Um, it's all about a player who meant a lot to an organization for various reasons, similar to how Varitek meant a lot to the Red Sox, how John Franco meant a lot to your Mets, how David Wright meant a lot to your Mets. It's not about uh, being in the Hall of Fame. Jorge Posada is in Monument Park. Um, Bernie Williams is in Monument is Park. Is Posada's number I, retired? I'm, no, Posada's number is not retired, but you started talking about Monument Park, so I just decided to counter your point. No, I, and that's fair. Go ahead, go ahead, continue. Uh, it's, it's basically about a guy who meant the world to an organization. Um, I don't know if someone who didn't watch him every single day the way the Yankees to do it in fairness I don't watch the Mets every single day maybe you can't appreciate how special and important he was to the team but he was as important to those dynasty years as much as Jeter as much as Mo as much as Tino or Pettit or anybody out there he had all the heart in the world he uh whether it was you know whether it was a huge spot or a blowout he would foul up 30 balls. He just would not give up. He would not give in. He epitomized that we play today, we win today mentality, something that's been sorely missing from the Yankees over the past decade or so. Yeah, but and you're right. They He has been in Monument Park, but if, correct me if I'm wrong, there's different levels to Monument Park, right? There's the monuments, there's plaques, and there's retired numbers. So he had a not, plaque. There's not there's not different levels to Monument Park, but to your point, yeah, there's different honors. And what you are, what you've been up in arms about is the fact that they're retiring number twenty one. Yeah, yeah, because and you know what you bring up, you bring up John Franco and David. I wouldn't retire. I wouldn't even retire David Wright's number to be honest with you. I I now I might just be a tough grader. I am with the Hall of Fame. I'm like that same kind of thing. But I mean, he he. He was not as important as Mariano Rivera, first of all. I, I think the only numbers that should be retired from those Yankee teams is Mariano and Jeter. And I think you should be in the Hall of Fame. If you're going to have your number in retired by the Yankees in Monument Park, should you not be in the Hall of Fame? 
They have 22 numbers. 22 numbers, Ryan, are retired. You think he? You think he's the 22nd best player on the, in Yankees history? It's a different type of honor. It, I don't believe Paul O'Neill belongs in the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame has a very stringent uh, criteria to make it, and that's how it should be. I, I love Andy Pettit, and if they lower the bar to 250 wins, which it looks like is where Major League Baseball is going, and Pettit gets in, I think that cheapens it a little bit. I don't um, know. Monument Park is not the Hall of Fame. If Paulo, if, if, again, he meant so much to the organization, and some jerk comes up from the minor leagues wearing 21, it would absolutely be weird. You know they I'm wouldn't. Watch. You know they wouldn't Sorry. give some jerk, some some nothing player, 21. Come on. You so know they right, wouldn't so do right, that. So, so right away you're saying that you admit that it would be odd if some jerk was suddenly wearing them. Yes, 21. yes, but I don't so think nobody you, should wear it ever. So even, so even you recognize that it would be odd for them to just give out 21 to somebody else. So what do you suggest, Bob? No jerk. Someone has to play for a while and prove they're a good Yankee and a good player, and they say, okay, now you're allowed to switch the number to 21? No, Can I, I just— no, I don't think I don't think they should. I don't think they should retire. Listen, I, I think you should be in the Hall of Fame if you get any number retired anywhere. I think I don't think teams should just retire numbers. I the, well, you just said it yourself. To what you just said, they don't give it to just some jerk. So what's the criteria? Who gets to get that number then? Well, I mean, it's not a set set criteria. The the, the well, there would there would have to be. You what about when Jeter came up? What about when? What if Jeter wanted to wear twenty one when he came up? He they knew he was going to be good. They Roger knew he was going to be Clemens, special. Roger, Roger Clemens came over and changed his number from... Uh, uh, because Paul O'Neill was on the team. That's why he changed his number. He wasn't going to steal the number. So Okay, so, so your criteria then is if a prospect looks like he's going to be good, then he gets to wear number 21? I think so they should ask Paul O'Neill. Well, That's what I think. O'Neal. Ask Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill obviously doesn't care. Paul O'Neill was the most team-first guy out there and would say, I don't care, give it to somebody else. So because he played hard and he cared about the game. And listen, he made some big plays, but you're going to put him in Monument Park next to Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio, Paul O'Neill. Again, he's already in Monument Park, Bob, and we're talking about... You said it yourself. It would be odd for some jerk to suddenly get the number. So you yourself even recognize in your heart that it would be weird for somebody else to suddenly be handed 21. You just said it yourself. Do you think David Wright's number should be retired for the Mets? I personally did not watch David Wright every single day. So I don't recognize all the millions of special moments that I'm sure he provided to you. But I at least understand why a player who is so special like that to an organization, why an organization would. Again, Varitek, I didn't, I, I hate Varitek. He's on the bad guys as far as I'm concerned. But I understand and respect when somebody is special enough to an organization, how it's something that I have absolutely no problem with them doing. Uh, who's, your, who's your favorite player of all time? You, who's the team you hate more than anybody in the <laughs> Touche. Touche. Okay, fair point. All right, uh, that'll do it for this segment. Ryan, thanks a lot. You're wrong, but thanks a lot. Um, we're going to put a poll up after the show. We'll see We'll see how how, uh, how everybody feels about it. But, uh, right. you know, hey, you know how I feel. Yankees suck. mop the floor with Bob, feel free to give me a call. <laughs> All right, thanks, Ryan. Catch you later. So, I don't think we've – I mean, we'll put the poll up. 
I don't think we really need it. Clear victory by me, I believe. Uh, Paul Neal does not deserve to be in the yeah, um, I honestly disagree with you entirely. Oh, you're a jerk. Uh, I, I, I really do. I, I believe a guy like Paul O'Neill, who's went out and won, he's just put up good numbers. I think he, for what, 10 what seasons you, with like the Yankees, the number 300, and, 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 and really has, I, I'm not saying Hall of Fame stats for the Baseball Hall of Fame, but the guy went and won World Series, hit home runs, multiple home runs, made multiple plays, and was part of teams and was uh, an essential part of teams that uh, he's just iconic to Yankee history. And I think that's what encompasses being in the Yankee Hall of Fame or in Monument Park or whatever level that that is. Um, but uh, honestly, I, I do. I, I think Paul O'Neill, a guy such as uh, like David Wright for the Mets, who will eventually be in, you know, uh, the Mets Hall of Fame. Well, no, and, well, okay, well, and, first of all, Good, good, good. No, it's it's all happening. Like well, that, those guys are going in, but they're going in on their own merits for their team, for what they meant to a team or to a city or to a fan base, regardless of World Series or what they did. Um, smack it's just, you, yeah. So first of all, hell of a job by Ryan Basie. How about that? How yeah, about that? no, hell that was and, and I, yeah. called us on short notice. Came Listen, through. I've I haven't seen him talk to My you without man. cursing in a long time. Yeah, and that yeah. was that was impressive. I mean, I'm I'm sure he went through a pack of cigarettes just to get just to get. Does he even? No, I don't think he smokes anymore. I think he quit. He quit smoking. Congratulations, Ryan. <laughs> Good job. Um, but hell of a job by Ryan Vasey, and thanks a lot. And we're gonna do that each week. We're gonna have yeah. You guys put your hot takes up on on social media. Yeah, just stir up some more Yankee fans. And you're going to argue with me. Is that, that what you're you know, doing? You, you know, stirred up some Yankee fans oh, this week. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I stir up Yankee fans. But um, I stir up Yankee fans and Republicans. That's what I do. Yeah, well. But it doesn't even have to be sports related. If you want to throw some, maybe every once in a while we'll pick a politics one, Brett, just to, just to satisfy yeah. no, me. No, we'll definitely focus on sports. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I know there's a lot of people out there that want to argue politics yeah. with me too. So. No, definitely. That's... But good job on Ryan Vasey. But yeah, no, he listen, he's not. You, these are the names you have in Monument Park. Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Mariano Rivera, yeah. Derek Jeter. Those are the types of people that should be. He's not anywhere near those players. No, the fans enjoyed those fan, enjoyed those players the same way that the fans did enjoy Paul O'Neill. So in the enjoyed- 20s, no, no, they, they thought of them the same way. I understand, like, you think of... You know, I understand Ruth's on this, you know, beyond anything. And man, oh, so, so we you're talking about, you're right. But the other guys in between, they also ended up in Monument Park. They also ended up, you know, uh, in the Yankees Hall of Fame. Not just, you know, the Mantles and the Ruths and the Gehrigs. So when does Jeremy Lin's number go up in the garden? Because that, no, was, that well, was the listen, same thing. Listen, I, listen, you can, we can have, we can revisit this conversation when Scott Brocious, like, starts. Brocious, Yeah, when, when he starts ending up. Oh, he's uh, another one. You know, he's another, I, I, you know what? Uh, I'm sure he's borderline in some of their heads. I'm going to ask Ryan. They're probably. I think he he would probably retire Scott Frost. I'm surprised process. that the horse that Wade Boggs rode and doesn't have a, a a plaque. No, they shot him after the. After I'm sure. The I'm sure they they're working on that. They shot the horse. <laughs> they shot the horse. But um, so I mean, I listen. I I'm somebody, and and I do hate the Yankees. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. Everybody knows that. But I I think it waters down Monument Park. All you hear from Yankee fans is. It's different at Yankee Stadium. Monument Park is different, and it it's is. It's to sell tickets for an event also, and it, and uh, he probably lobbied for himself. He Bingo. probably like, you know how many emails Bingo. Paul O'Neill probably sent? He was like, please, please. Yeah, yeah. No, Paul O'Neill definitely lobbied for it. You know, he was. they were definitely like, is he back? Is Paul O'Neill back? <laughs> Who's outside? It, it, Paul O'Neill. So yeah. it's Paul O'Neill on the line again. Yeah. He's, so he's asking about this jersey retirement. Yeah. All right, just retire the just damn jersey. Just do it. Just do it. 
August 21st. Make it August 21st. We'll be out of it by then anyway. I'm surprised that they didn't were like, just do it on a Tuesday. It, it is. No, it's, no, it's, it's not, not on a Tuesday. It's got to be on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday against uh, Baltimore yep. in August. But, That's um, all right. So I mean that it's kind of I, I it's just I'm sorry this is very similar to you know even Keith Hernandez like uh, you know Keith Hernandez came in he's not some I lifetime wouldn't Keith Hernandez either well they are I know they are they are and it's it's an odd thing that but Keith Hernandez I'm, I'm, and I'm over Keith Hernandez came in he changed the culture Keith he's Hernandez a is a better player of, than Paul O'Neill you know we only is Keith Hernandez a better player than Paul O'Neill yes but not for the Mets. And like and not, he did not no, spend, no, he did not right. he play better. as well for the Mets as Paul O'Neill played for the Yankees, um, and okay. he definitely didn't ah. win as many World Series, and he definitely didn't have as many hits. Keith Hernandez just came in and won the one thing. If he didn't win that World Series, he's not getting retired this year. He's probably not even a broadcaster this year. No, you're right. You're probably right. Does he get unsigned? He doesn't get unsigned without it either. No. Listen. Oh, the only thing. I, well, I, he already had MVPs listen, and yes, batting titles listen. before us, but but you're Keith still Hernandez right, yeah. went on Seinfeld and he got laid. Paul O'Neill went on Seinfeld and he disappointed a kid in the hospital. Yes. So, I mean, you know, I mean, Seinfeld's a Mets fan, but, you know, sometimes you just got to look to that to see where, you know, where it is. But anyway, so, so, we're, so, we're, so we're in agreement now. Vasey lost. He's wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know about this one. You're not going to win me over. All right. So uh, I'm, I'm on the lose end here. So anyway, let us know. Uh, we'll put up a poll. Like I said, you want to get, you want to get involved in the show? Just hit up, uh, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, I'm, at Bob Walters on Twitter, at, no, I'm sorry, at Real Bob Walters on Twitter, at Brett Grosso on Twitter, at Locked Up Sports on Twitter, and then Facebook, I'm Bob Burgundy, Brett Grosso, and Locked Up Sports Podcast. And, uh, of course, 365 Sportscast. I'm going to get that all that right one of these days. That was a lot. So, uh, the NBA, the NBA got uh, kicked off with its second half today. The Nets. The, 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 it wasn't the Nets. It's not the Nets. They don't have any of their players playing. Yeah, but that, the Nets are going to dig themselves a hole. They got they got tough games coming up for the next week, and well, then and I know Durant's coming back. I know the best player when in the world is coming action, back. Yeah, anytime think, soon. Uh, I think I you know what have you weeks. heard? Have you heard? Couple no, weeks. Next few weeks. Uh, I don't. You know what? They they might dig themselves a hole. Where they're going to be in the bottom half. Kyrie's going to be coming back though soon too. They're, they're well, talking about well, he is. The mandate, well, he's right? playing in the game versus the Bucks this weekend. Um, it's, yeah, they're going to lose to the Bucks. Kyrie can't beat the Bucks well, single handedly. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe he puts up fifty. He could put. He might put up fifty. He might put right. up fifty. And no, they still if he lose. puts up fifty, they lose. That's typically how it goes. If he puts up thirty five, then that's different. But, but either way, he they're talking about ending the vaccine mandate in New York City, so he may be starting to play all the games here. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, and, I don't and listen, know. you get him, you get Kevin Durant back, and then you have Ben Simmons supposedly coming back sometime soon. And then uh, on the other side of town, the Knicks. Nick's basically told Kemba Walker to take, you know, get out of here. We're, we're done with him. Uh, I don't know why they didn't release him or so we could go play somewhere else. I don't know if anybody would want Kemba Walker. No, I don't think so. Well, I, I think, they, well, they're saying, you know, they tried to say it's for. Well, Derrick Rose is coming back. So we can recover the rest of the year from injury. Well, yeah, yeah, but they're not fooling anybody. We all know why. Because he can't play anymore. No, of course. It's a shame, too. And then because... they're going to they're they're try and uh, shop him in the offseason. Shop him? For, for anything. For what? To for anybody, what? someone who takes his contract. I yeah I mean I, <laughs> I guess I mean I you know what it does it gives Miles McBride a chance maybe to come through I know the Derrick Rose but well it's going to be you know as long as you can start playing the younger guys it's going to be a little bit of a different team out Thibodeau there. doesn't like to play the younger guys ever he's crazy I mean he he doesn't like the, you know why because he 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 thinks they can make the playoffs which is it really worth making the playoffs at this point what are you going to make the play in tournament I mean I want to see Miles McBride out there. 
who he's basically, every time he goes down to the D-League, he tears it up, he kills the D-League, he comes up here, and he can't get minutes. He can't get on the floor. So, well, I don't know if they're making the play. They're 25 and 34. Uh, they're sitting over in the 12 spot in the East. They're not making the Knicks. No. Knicks I don't, are on a downward no, crash and I, burn. They're not doing anything. The Nets have, the, the, you know, the Nets have lost, I think I think the Nets are 2 and 12 in the last 14. The Knicks are something like that. Too, yeah, but, but the Nets are the Nets are going to be uh, fine. The Nets are gonna, about to have everybody back. They're about to have Kyrie playing for every single game. Um, well, we'll see what happens with Ben Simmons. I don't know. I think you know Ben. They're supposed to go down and play in Philly with Ben Simmons. Yeah, you have uh, no idea. Nobody has any idea. Yep. Well, I mean, is he is he going to play? I think he's scared good. to go play in Philly. Oh, he's supposed right. to go down got, there March tenth. They got Philly coming up, and, um, he's, and I think he's holding out to play just till, until after that. You know what? If he can play and he doesn't play, shame on him. He's just as bad as Harden in my book. You, I want someone who's going to wants to go there and wants to put up fifty. And They're, a great player would put up. 40 there's a good 50. chance that they match up in the first or second rounds of the playoffs. Where oh, that'd be a, that'd be a hell of a series to start the playoffs. I'll tell you yeah. that. But um, and what's he, he's got to go into Philly. Yeah. Oh, listen. Well, eventually he's going to have to go into Philly. Nah. They play in the same in the same I, conference. Listen, Kyrie showed you. You can just sit out whatever game you want. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what else. What else we got today? We got. Um. Oh, you know what else happened today? Troy Aikman jumped ship at Fox. Uh, for the he's out of the Fox yeah. booth, so it's no more Aikman and Buck. Um, it looks like he's about, he's going to go to ESPN, some kind of Mon- major Monday night football, Monday night football. Yeah. He's going to go do Monday night football. He's going to go, you know, that's a new, uh, I mean, what? they're going to, supposedly they're paying him big money. Bigger than Tony Romo. That's the same. Yeah. The bigger than Tony Romo's, uh, 18 million a year. It looks more. Why did they, these guys make, they make so much more money doing that. Well, I think Aikman was better than Romo this year. I mean, why didn't they look at me? I mean, I could do, I'll take like 8 million. I'll do it for eight million. It's, it's going to be the new standard. If anyone, if anyone out there listening from ESPN, um, I'll take a lot less, and I'll be just as good as Aikman. Um, now, so now who's gonna who's gonna come in? Who's the number two team for Fox? It's it's Burkhart, right? Yeah. Burkhart and yeah, but Burkhart's the play by play, so it's still Buck there. Do you like Buck? I think Buck is good. Um, I like Joe Buck. I've, I've no, I'm not a big no? Joe Buck fan. I know, I know you are. I, I'm not a big Joe Buck fan, but I don't yeah. think he's a bad broadcast. People like out there like hate Joe Buck. No, I don't. Reason. I don't hate Joe Buck. I just, you know, he's the voice of our generation. Joe I, Buck. I know they. He's all the World Series, all the World Series, Super Bowls, yeah. big football games. Uh the only thing he didn't do was hockey. I like Iron Eagle too. Iron Eagle is one of my favorite. Iron Eagle and Gus Johnson, I think, are my two. Two of my favorites. I love Ian Eagle. It's a big Jets thing, you know. Uh, I, Ian Eagle, yeah. He, he does a lot of the Jets games. No, he doesn't. Does he? Yeah. Bro, what are you always have Ian Eagle. The Jets are... No. <laughs> Ian Eagle's like... Uh, what is he? CBS. He's the second guy. I, yeah. I guess he's the second team behind Nance and, and... I heard that they're trying to get Sims to go in the booth with Buck. Okay. Leave the, leave the, the NFL today on CBS and go... Be the number one color analyst, but he did that forever. He was a, he was always he you know he was with Greg Gumble. Yeah, Greg yeah. Gumble. Gumb- no, he was always good from Gumble to Gumble. Yeah. Family Guy friends. Um, what else we got today, Brett? What else, we got anything else here? We got we got another twenty minutes to fill. We better have something. Yeah, we got some other stuff. We got the MLB lockout. MLB lockout. Uh, nothing, nothing going on there. Well, there. I mean, it's something that we might be uh, canceling some games. Yeah, they got to Monday. Monday's the drop dead date. They they've been meeting the last couple days every day, uh, and it seems like they just get further apart with every meeting they have. Um, they're gonna miss games Monday. 
starting Monday, it's going to be they're going to start canceling games. Now, do they settle something? At the I thought I, until today that they were going to settle. Now I don't think. No, gonna. I think they're I think they're too far apart. I think they they wait. They haven't even addressed the luxury tax yet. No, and you know, pretty yeah. much the uh, the players you know stuck themselves last time by you know uh, having a luxury tax put in. Um, and now they want it to be nothing where they want it to be able to teams to be able to blow past the luxury tax and players to be have, have whatever they want. Which and, is, yeah, which is Mets fans were cool with. Right. They, well, you know. they're, they're doing it anyway. And Steve Cohen's, you know, going and blowing it out of the water. But now they're looking to, if, you know, someone like Steve Cohen goes and does that, they want to make it incrementally worse. But that's how it is. That's the luxury tax. There's always been, there's been a luxury I, tax. I know, but it was never bad enough for anybody to care. If you had the money, you no, would just go I do it. No, I disagree because not, not many teams went over the, the luxury, went over the salary, the luxury tax. Only uh, Right, because the they cared about money, not because they cared about losing a draft pick or being, um, uh, or being capped Listen, even further in the future. They didn't become, if you had all the money, you didn't care about the penalties. Yeah, and Steve Cohen is the first guy to come in who has all the money and doesn't care about the penalties. They're all billionaires. You don't become a billionaire yes, by not caring about no, money. No, but when you're on a different stratosphere of billionaire, you don't care. These other guys actually care about profit. Right now, Steve Cohen's like, oh, no, I'll profit sometime in the next 30 oh, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he's a man. He's, a, you know, he's Mark Cuban. Yeah, these guys are – yeah, he's a guy. He's a bully. He goes and overpays for everything in this no, world. No, he's not a bully. He's no, a he is, he, no, but as a businessman, he goes out and gets what he wants when he wants it. Listen, he – I, I'm sure he doesn't just give them blank checks. No, he, he will. Oh, he will pay to get somebody, but he's not just handing out blank checks. Known in the business world for overpaying for everything, like no. way over. No, nope. you've art, heard that art. They, yeah, I've they, never heard that. I'm telling you, the guy's like the biggest art collector in the world, and he owns like oh, is he really? and everything. He's like overpaid for. Now he's going to win in the long run. That stuff's going to be worth you know double it in you know 30 years. Yeah, so he I mean, understands you know buying teams though. It doesn't always did, win. He's bullied his way into getting Scherzer and bullied his way into getting whoever's, you know. Yeah, I mean, did he bully his way in it? Did he just come in with the highest number? That's that's the way he does it. But he's the guy who doesn't care about what the consequence is. And that's the whole point. Steinbrenner didn't care either. But the truth is the owners actually want there to be a luxury well, tax course. and a bigger cap. If this, I'm if I'm an owner and you're and and I'm offering a guy twenty million and you come in and give him fifty million. Yeah. Now all of a sudden the next guy's gonna come and he's gonna ask for more money. Yeah. And he's going to be like, well, the Mets are giving this, which, like I said, Mets fan here, so I don't care. I'm cool with it. But, I mean. Can't compete. Can't compete. Well, I mean, you know, no one's going to be able to compete with the Mets. We're looking at multiple parades, oh, multiple man. championships. No, we're never winning anything. No, I, I agree. talking about it. <laughs> we're never winning anything anyway. I Listen, until I see it, I don't think the Mets are going to win. I, and partly because of me. I think partly because of me. I mean, the only, the only uh, you know. Yeah. Yesterday was what? Yeah, I said I was saying to myself yesterday that uh, the only person wrong more wrong more than me is Punks Tony Phil because I was out there yesterday. It was seventy degrees, and as soon as I said that, bam! I walked out today in a t-shirt, twenty degrees, yep. freezing. It was it was terrible. But um, so what else we got? We got the uh, MLB. So so. They're going to cancel games. Well, I I really really believe the owners are going to wait until there are actual games canceled. And once it – I don't know if it will get – I think it will be past Monday. And for each day that they're missing games and the players start losing paychecks, I believe they will start caving more on their side. And um, uh, it it will be delayed, but I don't know by how many games. Yeah, because, I mean, people like to blame the players because they're the ones we see, the millionaires, this and that. I don't care either way. I'm pissed off at both of them. If you don't play baseball on uh, March 31st, I'm going to be pissed. Because you know what? The NBA, at least we got the Rangers who are playing well, but the NBA around here is is not very good. We'll see if the Nets do. 
the NCAA tournament's going to be down to the final four. And we're going to have base. We need baseball. How are we going to do? It's tough enough doing this show now with, with, with not much going on. We came in at the end of the Super Bowl. Imagine doing this show, Brett, in, in July. Yeah. With no baseball. No, uh, we we are going to need some baseball. We're, we're going to need talking. some lockout. I'll even take some lockout updates. You yeah, know no, where no. where they start. You know, they're moving. further apart. But it's no, nothing happened. Um, they're talking about uh, basically talking about parking spots now, and they got they haven't even gotten to the salaries of the players. They 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 got such a long way to go. I actually read a, an interesting stat, and I'm going to give credit my friend Justin McCormick. He's the one who sent me this. Um, because people, a lot of times, they get on the players, oh, they're millionaires, why are they asking more money? Just play the game, this and that. If you were to earn a dollar, let me let me find it right here. If you were to earn a dollar a minute, it would take, uh, let's, see, let's see what it was, hold on. If you were to earn a dollar a minute, it would take 11.6 days to become a millionaire. So a dollar a minute, you earn 11.6 days, you'd be a millionaire. It would take a dollar a minute, 31 and a half years, 31 and a half years to become a billionaire. I'm closer to being a, we're all closer to being millionaires than the millionaires are to being billionaires. So if you're going to blame somebody, I guess blame the owners because they already have all this money. It is the owners. They can wait around. They they have enough money to wait around. They, they Everybody thinks that they're all going to be worried that fans are going to walk away from the game. No, we're going to walk. They're not. They have TV money. They have everything else in their pocket. They will wait the players out. Yeah, but we'll watch. Like, me and you, we're watching either way. I know. They will lose people, but they're not concerned with that. Like yeah, they're, they, we're not, we're not They the know it's going to come back, and they're especially not worried to lose a couple games in April when it's cold and nobody's everybody's still at school and nobody even cares. Like it's great. Nobody Base- goes. Nobody goes to the right. Games in April. Right. So they that don't know. As far as far as owners, they don't. They do not care. That's not when they make their money. It's not when they fill the seats. They care when the games are more important. They make the money through the TV deals. I mean, that, that's where the money comes from. And of I course. guess you know, of course, no, but they do. The they still make money through gate and commission and concessions. And uh, there's plenty of other stuff. Trust me, when you're paying fifty dollars to go park and you look at the parking lot, they're doing okay. Yeah, but you could get you could get into a baseball game pretty cheap. Even on the secondary market, I could get the, you know, yes. 15, 20 bucks. No, yeah, you can. Right? You, I mean, I know at least, at least I usually go off They're, StubHub. They are. They're making most of their money through TV, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I, guess, I guess that, that, that is the TV deal. Like it's, but where do, where do they make all the money, though? Like, where do the TV networks make the money? They're given, like, the NFL. Fox and the TV networks play billions of dollars to get the rights then they pay. It like, shows. It shows you how much. It shows you how much that they're making in advertising. ESPN's and now, I mean, the Manning now, brothers to do a game. They're paying. Now they they're paying uh Romo. They're gonna pay Romo twenty million. That's a million dollars a game. I heard also that they were going uh, getting back to the football. I heard that they were going to. Uh, they want McVay, the Rams coach. Now I I don't know why you wouldn't. He's not making anywhere near that that kind of money as the coach. And well, the coaches, coaching an NFL team is like a sixteen-hour-a-day gig. You don't see your family. I work. So what? They they, they they're just going to take McVeigh. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure one day he'll go over there and do that. And, but uh, that's you know, it's an easy switch. It's a, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, yo, we do all right here. How much are we getting paid for this? Yeah. <laughs> um. But again, uh, three sixty-five Sportscast is what we're on. Uh, three sixty-five Sportscast.com. You can find us at Locked Up Sports. At Real Bob Walters at 
Brett Grasso on Twitter, Locked Up Sports Podcast on Facebook. Uh, we also have now another thing came out today, which, listen, I don't really care about it. It was big news, so we got to talk about it. Aaron Rodgers put up a cryptic, weird puzzle post on Instagram. First of all, I don't know. I'm not even sure why he has Instagram. He's not a 16-year-old girl. Do you have Instagram, Brett? Of course I do, Bob. Uh, you know what? I do, too. And so does the rest of America. Too. No, no. Um, so, so he put up a post basically saying, thanking people for his time and this and that. Aaron Rodgers is a weirdo, bro. He's a, he's been a weirdo with well, the with the vaccine thing. He's well, people were taking it like, is it is it him getting ready to leave Green Bay? Is it him getting ready to to announce some kind of retirement? Is yeah. he? But that's playing right yeah. into his hands. No, he, he is. He no, anything. he's just a weirdo. Being and he put up things like he put up the a picture of the the two players that he always always stands in between for the national anthem, and he put up a picture with him not there. Like, come on. I, I'm not sitting here trying to decipher what Aaron Rodgers is saying in the middle of the night on Instagram. Well, it sounds like he wants to leave Green Bay, but I don't think they're going to let him just leave. No, if they, if he wants to leave, they're going to have to trade him. They're going to have to trade him? Or, well, if they yeah, can, well, he was gonna say, you can get some for him, but you want a lot for Aaron Rodgers, and it's not easy to just go out. and teams aren't. If you're that good of a team that, say, Aaron Rodgers is your piece to the Super Bowl, you are going to have to give up the pieces that may take you from – Winning the Super Bowl, even if you have Aaron Rodgers, or you're gonna have to draft no. away everybody. You, they nobody's giving you Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay Packers aren't giving you Aaron Rodgers. No, you get a whole of draft picks. You get all draft. You give up your future. You you mortgage the future to get Aaron Rodgers to win the Super Bowl. Now the Broncos did it. The Broncos did it with, with Peyton Manning. But right? the the Packers are also a still a playoff contender. And a team that is oh, going to want players now to win now too. Yeah. I understand. I understand. But they aren't. They they kind of you know they have their. We still have it written up here from from last week when we did the odds for the Super Bowl. The Packers are the fourth favorite to to go to the, to win the Super Bowl. The fourth favorite to win the Super Bowl with Rodgers. They'll probably be in the. They'll probably be a. I don't know if that number is with Rodgers. That no, numbers with they don't know they, they don't. no they're anti- that number's anticipating that he's either there or not there and no that number is saying he's there now, but we're gonna give you a little bit longer odds than we probably should yeah because he might not be there I think he's gonna be there I don't yeah I think they're gonna give him what where do you think he's going San Francisco Green uh, Denver no I think he's gonna be sitting in like his house in Malibu oh you think he's retiring no I I don't know what he's doing he's just gonna be like do uh, I really don't know I don't I think that Green Bay is going to have a hard time getting a good package for him that they want. They're going to hold out longer than they should. And, yeah. They'll give him who Okay, so what you about... You think they're going to give him away and someone's going to offer him, you know, a couple draft picks? And yeah. Just, just I think, I think for, for or like... you think they're going to wait till Three number ones. Your, your next three years first-round draft pick? Absolutely. Unconditional draft pick? Wait, where it doesn't matter? If we, you know, I mean, they're not going to be bad. So, so you figure the first... So you get... You trade for Aaron Rodgers, right? The first year or two, those draft picks are not going to be very, very good for me because you're going to be good. You have Aaron Rodgers, so I think it's, I, you know, I want your next three draft picks and a, a two and a three. Yeah, you could absolutely get them. They could absolutely get them. I, I don't think they will. I don't think the Packers should trade him. He's a back-to-back MVP. No, if I was MVP. the Packers, I'd say let's let's hold on to him and go. He should have listen. They should have they should have won their uh, went further in the playoffs this year. But that's what the Sixers did with with yeah. Simmons. And look what I, happened. I don't know. I, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I think it's time to to move on. I've, I listen. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers to me would be. He weird. doesn't like yeah. 
It would be weird. It would be weird to see Aaron Rodgers in a in a different in a different uniform. I thought it'd be weird with Peyton Manning though, but he went. Come on, we watched Joe Montana go play for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, we watched Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning is better than Joe Montana. We watched Peyton Manning win a Super Bowl. Montana didn't do yeah. much with the Chiefs. He played. He had a couple. Uh, no, he had went one, to the playoffs. He had he one good run. Yeah, one good run. But a lot of these quarterbacks won a, play, won a playoff game. He did win a playoff game, and a lot of these quarterbacks are shifting spots this year. You got uh, Russell Wilson. He wants out. I hate it. I hate how. No, he's more content this year. I think he doesn't want out. Now he's like talking like I'm all right. Yeah, like Russell Wilson's. You know, he's changing his mind. Yeah, I'm. Listen, I don't like how they can force their way out. You sign the contract. Yeah. Well, he tried to. It didn't work out for Russell Wilson last year. No, I. But they. But they always end up getting with like, especially in the NBA. The NBA, they get exactly what they want. James Harden's like, I want to go here. I'm not playing here. I want to go here, and he just keeps switching. I wouldn't give these guys any money like that. I'd be like, no, you're on the contract to me. <laughs> right. Like, uh, what's it? Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman probably wanted to leave because he was with Fox, and he has a problem with Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. I just read this before. He apparently Skip Bayless said something about Troy Aikman was gay, and Troy Aikman, you know, clearly denied it. He's married and with kids. Right. But back then, Skip Bayless was working for ESPN. Yes, yes. But still, you're in the right. same business. You tell me Skip Bayless right. and, and Troy Aikman never run into each other? Yeah, but then all of a sudden, Skip Bayless got hired by Fox. And now they're in the same break room. Nope. Supposedly that didn't make Troy Aikman too happy. No, but, but, he, but what did he do? He waited until his contract was up. Yep. And now he jumped ship. And, he, I mean, he was going to get big money anyway. Well. You like Troy Aikman? I like Troy Aikman better. Yeah. I think he did better this year than Tony Romo did this no. year. No. Oh, you're crazy. I, I, I think Tony Romo, like, I like Tony Romo last year. Um, Tony um, Romo fell off a little bit this year for me. He just no, wouldn't t- shut up. Oh, I th- I th- he just wouldn't shut up at one Tony point. Romo like, I was sure. trying to watch a football game at one point, and I, you know. So we're, so we're completely on opposite ends. You don't like Buck? Yeah. You don't like, uh, you don't think uh, Tony Romo was, I think Tony Romo's the best uh, color commentator. I, I, since, I do. Since I love listening to it, but it just, it's that's all you listen to. You're not watching a football game. You listen to Tony Romo. Yeah, but, uh, it's too different. I hear you. If you, you know. They pay, why give these guys all this money? Are you watching the game, Brett, if I'm doing the game? Four o'clock, Jets, big game, December. Nobody's watching Jets, that. Bills. Nobody's watching that. Okay, game. okay, okay, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Chiefs, Raiders, oh, wow. the last game of the year. Um, Dick Vitale's on the call. Do you like Dick? Uh, Dick Vitale's the worst. Yeah. Imagine Dick Vitale's on the call. <laughs> Dick Vitale's on the call. Yeah. Are you watching the game? With 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 my wife as the color commentator. Of course I am. That's that that would be the fir- only game I'd watch. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? You know what? A lot of people listen to the show right now for that very reason. Uh, yeah, just yeah. to hear us, just to tell us how bad it is. Yeah, that's fine. And don't forget, tell us how bad the show is on Facebook group, Twitter, Instagram. I guess maybe. Um, if you missed the show, it's also going to be on Spotify, Amazon. Apple, iTunes, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, all right, about four or five minutes to go here in the show. What? Uh, anything else you got, Brett? Well, I mean, we got some stuff coming up in the next few weeks. We got, uh, you know, some college basketball, March Madness coming March up. March Madness, brackets. Yeah. Brackets, people, brackets. Maybe we'll run like a bracket pool or something. We'll give something yeah. away. Even though I think we might miss a few games, I think uh, in the next few weeks the baseball lockout's going to get you know all settled and we're going to be able to start uh, picking up some players for next the Mets. Weeks. Hey, listen, they go, if they go another three. Yeah, the Mets no, it's the Mets. I think it's going to be two more weeks. You think two more weeks? So yeah. how many games is that? Was that like ten games I, missed? I, I think it will be where they end up making it 
certain double headers and they only miss like a couple, if any. And does that like put- right now? Because well, right now the players said, "Oh, okay." If if MLB said we're we're going to miss games if it's not by Monday, player said no problem. But then we're not having extended playoffs, yeah, and that's so- something that the MLB wants so much, so and it's, it's a worse. huge TV money, and so. I really don't believe that the MLB wants to lose that, and I don't think the players want to miss games. So I think at one point they will recoup any games they miss if it's less than a week. So so if they don't recoup it, it pushes it back? If it, push, now, now let if me it pushes tell, it no. back and they miss games. Paul O'Neill's ceremony is August 21st. If they push it back, yeah. does he not get his number retired this year? Listen, if, if a good enough minor leaguer comes up. Give him 21. Just give it to him. Give him 21. Yep. Come That's on. what I would do. I mean, if Jeter, yeah, like you'd give it to Jeter if he was coming up the next Jeter. I like to see Paul Neal wear it, steals it out of the locker, wears it in the booth next to Kay. Yeah, um, it's like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it'd be a great Seinfeld episode. Maybe hit a home run for the kid this time. Two. He got he, he what he did in that episode was he hit one home run and then he hit a triple and an error. Oh, because okay. it was an inside the park home run. But it was is a he, has and he an played error. in any old timers days? Have they had? Has, is I don't. They, I don't. Uh, I don't know if they've had no, any they, recently. Yeah, I, oh no, well because of the pandemic that, and everything. Well, the Mets are having one this year. They should do a Mets-Yankees old-timers day against each other. Where, where the guys – yeah, a full – a real game. Let's go. Yeah, but who is it going to be? The, the only guys that can play are like – No, you have to have a guy in each like age group. dynasty Yankees. You have to have a like, draft. You have that, yeah, so we bring them out. And we it's have, like Kevin Elster. You have to have a guy from each generation. Bobby Bonilla. No, <laughs> yeah, no. You Bobby Bonilla gets Mariano Rivera with the tie run on third. No, you can't have a guy who's still under contract. So Bobby oh, yeah. Bonilla is out. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> totally out. A couple. We can catch him in twenty thirty five. Oh, we can't even have Bobby Bonilla on no, the team. No, no. So out. who do they have? Like Anthony Young. First Does he all, get another loss? Bobby Bonilla would go zero for four with three errors. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Kent. Oh, Jeff Kent's good. That would be good. Jeff Kent. Kent. Daniel Murphy. No, Murphy? Did he retire? Yeah, he retired a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, he did, he did he retire a couple of years ago. You're right. You want, you know, we got Billy Wagner coming out. Billy Wagner. He is. Vince Coleman. <laughs> Vince Rick, Coleman. They have to bring Ricky Henderson. Ricky, Ricky Henderson's still got, playing somewhere. <laughs> he probably is. Ricky Henderson and Yaramir Yager think, are going to be playing forever. Uh, I, w- I wish they brought Bartolo Colon out, but he's still playing. Um, Yaramir Yager's maybe. 50. He just turned 50. No. And he's still playing. Mario Lemieux was like, find where he is and wish him a happy birthday. That's what I read something about that. But anyway, we're, we're just about finished here. We want to thank everyone, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter if you like us or hate us, we want to thank you for listening. Um, yeah, stay tuned on Facebook this week for Bob posting some really yeah, bad yeah, stuff. Oh, if, if, you make, if you make some good comments, Bob's going Bob's gonna to really uh, argue with you this week. Yeah, argue what do you, what with you, got? you, even if they're bad comments. You want to talk You want to talk Russia, you want to talk the war, whatever you want to talk. Let's focus on sports. Mets. It doesn't have to be sports. But anyway, no. so post your hot takes on our, on our social media. We'll get one of you guys each week to call in. We'll, we'll argue it. Um, I won today. We'll put up a poll. If you have any good ideas, post them. Let us know. Let us know. Um, this is Locked Up Sports. Um, Brett Grasso, the one dog. Bob Walters here. Um, that's it for us, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We want to thank Mark Roseman, 365 Sportscast. Uh, next Thursday. Lo- next Thursday, we'll see you at Locked Up Sports on Twitter, at Real Bob Walters, at Brett Grasso. We'll talk to you next week, everybody. See ya.